Hello and welcome to The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. My name is Sierra and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. From my crazy life to yours, it's time to share our experiences and get into those gritty details. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. This episode we have Andrea, one of my 2023-2024 brand ambassadors, and we have something pretty cool in common, I would say. It isn't really talked about a lot, but we have both chosen a child-free life, and that's exactly what this episode is going to be about. Was there a point in your life that you decided to be child-free? I don't know if there was a specific moment that where I had that like light bulb moment, mm-hmm. but I used to do a lot of babysitting when I was younger, and <laughs> I babysat for people that had four children, and they were just crazy, and I had to look after them like all day while the parents were at work, which was fine, oh but gosh. it was a lot because I think I was only 17 or 18. Yeah. So for wild children, <laughs> I was just exhausted by the end of that. And I thought, I don't know if I want to do that when I'm older. Yeah. So that wasn't necessarily like, it was kind of a factor where I just thought, oh my gosh, I'm never having kids. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my head, I always thought I probably would one day. Just yeah. not anytime soon. Like, oh my gosh, I'm only 17, 18. This is insane. I think I just thought of like the big picture and what that would look like, like Mm -hmm. having to go like be pregnant, go through child labor. And I thought, I don't really think I want to do that. That sounds not fun. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I remember being in 12th grade and I have a friend and she actually, she moved to Ontario. And she always said when she was in high school, she was like, I want to have my kids young. Like, I want to be, like, 21, 22, have them, get them over with, because then I can be, like, 40 and live the rest of my life. And I was like, you're a smart woman, actually. But on the other hand, like, I thought about, like, the struggle and, like, how hard that would be. Like, they got married. She had her two kids, like, pretty much back to back. Not back to back, but, like, a few years apart, right? But for myself, like, hearing that, I was like, what? don't understand like again like I thought I was smart but like at the same time I was like oh my god like this is kind of crazy because even back then I wanted to be I wanted to be a photographer and I knew it was going to take a long time to be able to get into my career and all of that kind of stuff kids did not fit into that plan I didn't want to work at a desk I also like didn't really spend a lot of time with kids growing up like I don't have younger siblings you had younger siblings I do yeah but not like that much younger than you no like we're I'm the oldest and the youngest we're like four years apart yeah and there's another one of us Mm -hmm. two and a half and then four years apart between us not a crazy huge difference like you grew up as kids together yeah right and yeah it was just one of those things where I remember being with my brother and another friend and we were hanging out. My brother and I went on a Europe trip and we met her over there. We went to, I can't remember what French city we were in, but we're sitting on this hillside and my brother was always one that like wanted to have kids, wanted to have a family, like all of that. And we were talking about like, like wanting to have kids and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I think so. But like way later and honestly, like just the years after that, I think I was 21 at the time then. And, okay. like, the couple years after that, I was just, like, this just doesn't fit into, like, anything that I want. I think that's kind of what it was like for me. Like, I always thought, like, probably down the road. And, mm-hmm. like, I, like, my husband and I have been together since we were 16. And I think, again, just that's what people do. Like, they have kids. I just thought, yeah, like, one day, yeah. one day. And then one day I'm, like, 27. And I'm, like, yeah, I don't really. Like, I just kind of kept 
pushing it off. And I'm like, yeah, maybe one day, maybe one day. Like, I have lots of time. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't really want to. No, I, I totally understand like, that. Just, no. <laughs> no, and I think, too, because our generation still kind of grew up with the the notion that in school, you know, when you grow up and you have kids of your own, you have these classes in school, you had to take a fake baby home. I don't know if you did. I took a fake baby home and it cried and like, I was up all night. It was terrible. <laughs> that was also another thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't have to do that. So oh, I was thankful for that. It was, it was rough. It was all of these things kind of put together one day. And I was just like, I really don't think that this is what I want. So often when you tell people you're child free, there's some common responses that come with it. So what are some of the responses that you've gotten in your lifetime of being child free? <laughs> some of the more common ones are like, you'll change your mind. I know people don't mean anything by it, mm -hmm. but sometimes I'm like, well, how do you know? You're not me. <laughs> the uh, other one that I like a lot is, well, you're gonna regret it. Yeah, I've got that one too. Or yeah. who's gonna look after you when you're older? I would say that those three are like the most common for sure. Yeah. And I think that kind of going back to what I asked you previously, we spent a good amount of time thinking that we'll, we'll do that one day, you know, that we will yeah. have kids one day. And we thought about it for long enough to know that it's not what we want. <laughs> exactly, we've considered that, or that probably wasn't even something that I'd considered. Not that that would be a factor to sway me one way or the other, mm -hmm. but I just thought that was a little bit strange of a question or a statement for someone to make. Mm -hmm. Well, I think another thing that I get to, and you probably get this as well, is people being like, well, you don't have kids yet, do you? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. I'm not having them. It's just yeah. such a weird thing to kind of just like, ugh. Throw like, out there? Yeah. 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 Especially because you don't know if someone is trying and can't, right? Like they yeah. could, that could be just something that's. There's so many other reasons than just not wanting to have them. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a sensitive topic even like, cause again, you don't know what somebody's going through. No. I know people who have tried and they've spent thousands and thousands trying to. Mm -hmm. And so for someone to make a comment like that, I mean, that could just reduce someone to tears and make them feel awful. Mm -hmm. Right. You just don't know. Yeah. It's such a private topic decision discussion mm -hmm. yeah in uh, a previous episode with andrea we talked about how she was supposed to start fertility treatments next year and they tried for seven years to have a kid and they couldn't so again like there's just so many reasons why we shouldn't even make it our business the other one that i often get to is but you'd be such a good mom mm -hmm. maybe so but maybe also not <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where, like you don't know until you have kids as well both of us are very devoted dog moms <laughs> yes <laughs> and another thing too is that for some reason when you tell people that you don't want to have kids that you're child free they kind of think that you're like a monster in a way too <laughs> That you just must hate all children, that you aren't a nice person because you don't want to have kids. Yep. <laughs> Trust me, I've worked retail, I worked retail for 10 years, and there are a lot of kids that I did not like dealing with. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
But guess what? There's also a lot of kids in my life and my friends' kids and my niece and my nephews. I love them to pieces. It doesn't mean that you're like a horrible person. No, nope. <laughs> just don't want to be responsible for them on my own full time. And again, going back to being a dog parent, it's a lot of work on its own. It is. I have a Shiba Inu and he talks back to me. Oh, he's got sass. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> so he talks back to me, of course, not with uh, real words or anything, but it's enough. If yeah. he could talk, he wouldn't be nice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I totally forgot, but another one is you'd have such cute kids. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't mean that I should have a child just because you think I'd have a cute child. Do you have any responses for when people say these things to you? Sometimes I just don't say anything. Or if it's a response that I can say, like, no, thank you. Like, they've offered me a piece of gum. <laughs> Sometimes I do that one. And I think that they don't really know how to reply to that. No, not at all. I've actually more recently just told people, like, I'm not having kids. And they kind of look at me and they give me, like, the the drawback. Like, they yeah. draw themselves back a bit. Like, they're a little bit confused. A stutter step. And yeah, like, absolutely. Like a double take. And you're like... <laughs> Yeah, um, I actually had it even with someone the other day. She was like, you don't have kids yet, do you? And I was like, no, I'm not having them. And I know it's like such a bold thing to say, but at the same time, I just feel like we're at a point. It's 2023. We can say these things and it's okay to say them and state your feelings and your mind and your opinions and all of that. And it, mm -hmm. it should be okay. A huge challenge when you are child-free in a relationship is when one of you wants a child one of you doesn't. What's your experience with this? Yeah, so my husband, I think, did want or thought we would down the line. Sort of same thing, like one day. Mm -hmm. And honestly, he would be a really good dad. And I know that's, you know, whatever. Saying that when we're talking about people saying, mm -hmm. oh, you'd be such a good mom. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, like, he would be a really good dad. But I think more lately, we've actually had a discussion about it. And he's kind of glad we don't because of the cost of everything right now. Mm -hmm. And just everything that's happening in the world, I guess, is probably a good... He, yeah, we have friends who have kids and he's just kind of thankful that we don't. Mm -hmm. And I think he's also now at a point to where, again, he was never pushy about us having kids. It was just kind of like one day, yeah, one day, like I'd like to take my kid fishing and, mm -hmm. you know, all those fun things, which also don't sound terrible when everything's going good. And now he's just kind of like, if it happens by chance he would be okay with that and if we don't I think he's also okay with that so I think we've kind of met mm -hmm. on some uh, neutral ground here that's awesome um I think for myself we never really talked about it that much honestly like it was kind of just something that like if I get pregnant what would we do yeah and I'm sure you could probably guess yeah. <laughs> what I would do. won't go into that because it is a bit of a hot topic for another day. But yes. <laughs> it, it is one of those things where it's the older we got. So when I was 22, he was 23. You know, we bought our condo and the year after we got the dog. And even having the dog as a puppy was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And if you know anything about Shiba Inus, they have a Shiba scream, so they will just scream. Yeah, look it up on YouTube. It's awful. They just scream at you if they're upset. And it was it was a really trying time in our relationship. And I can't imagine doing that for years. With a child. Yeah, with a child. Yeah. And another thing, too, is like he did say at one point that, you know, he did want kids at some point. And... He gave that up for 
our relationship and it is what it is that's just what his decisions were if he really wanted that i probably i would have been upset if we would have split up because of it Mm -hmm. but I think that's another thing too, is that it's something that does need to be talked about. For sure. And I do know people that have split up because one wants kids and one doesn't. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That happened to my aunt. She was in a relationship for, I think like 17 years. Oh my God. She didn't, no, she wanted kids and he didn't. They split up Mm -hmm. and then he actually ended up having kids with somebody else. Wow. (laughs) So that's also something. And I know a few other people that are closer to my age that that's happened too. Interesting. And see, for me, it was more, you know, when you're young and you play with your friends, you're playing dolls or whatever, you're Mm -hmm. playing house with your friends. I was never the mother. That is not what I, that was never the role that I chose to be. Now that you say that, I don't know if I ever did either. Right? (laughs) No, it's it's playing dolls and Barbies and house. Yeah. I always pretended to be teenagers driving the Barbie car. I'm going to the mall. Like. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it was. From being a young, like a young child, even from that point, it was never something that I was driven to. And I had friends that like had their Cabbage Patch dolls and all of that kind of stuff. And they loved playing house and all of that. And here I was like pretending to have a restaurant. It was complete opposite. So I I don't know. I think it's just one of those things that like you can also be maternal in other ways. I have many pets. I love my pets and I will be a, I'll be the most badass auntie ever. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but being a mother was something I never pictured myself as. No. And you can take your uh, niece and nephew for their first tattoos if you like. You yeah. can be the cool aunt that way, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'll be the one that sneaks them like a little shot of something in their drink when they're 16. Yeah, (laughs) of course. (laughs) So on the other hand, there are people that always wanted to be a parent. Like when I did play house with friends, there was always the one that was like, I'm the mom and I'm having a baby and you can come in the room and you can see the new baby. And I have friends that are amazing parents. And again, they always wanted to be in that role and I think that's really like beautiful in ways too obviously everybody comes from a family (laughs) yeah (laughs) they had to come from somewhere I know a lot of people too they always said that they felt incomplete until they had their kids that they always wanted to have a traditional family or they always wanted to have their chance at raising a child to kind of right their parents wrongs and all of that kind of stuff too and I completely understand all of that And I think it's really, really wonderful, but it is very interesting, just the different sides of things. Totally. I know a few people (laughs) where that's just what they were, I'm pretty sure, put on the earth to do. Like, they're just fantastic parents. They've always known they wanted to be a mom, and Mm -hmm. they just run circles around what I could probably do, but I don't want to. So (laughs) Yeah, well, sometimes you hear about parents being like, Okay, and then on Saturday, we have a hockey game at 6 a.m. And first off, I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I used to figure skate, you used to do hockey, and there were those yeah. 6 a.m. practices. Damn, my parents <laughs> fucking loved me for doing that. Yeah. it's a lot. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. Yeah, and like you said, too, with the cost of everything, and then after that, they have a so-and-so's birthday party to go to, and of course, you have to get yep. a gift for that birthday party, and then it's mm-hmm. a sleepover at so-and-so's <laughs> house, and then we have a dinner here, and I'm like, 
these people don't breathe. They don't sleep. They don't sit down. No, they don't get to do anything that's not for themselves, which of course, again, is a whole other topic, but I admire people like that too. Yep. And for my family, because there was three of us oh God. <laughs> and only two parents, yeah. like, so every second year, my brothers would generally be on the same hockey team. Oh, good. But I was not close enough in age and Mm-mm. being, I'm female and they're male, yeah. obviously didn't play on the same team for really anything. But so yeah, my parents were always trying to organize going three different directions. And yeah, the 6 a.m. practices, I was not... I'm a morning person now, when I was a teenager, not so much. So yeah, the early morning practices for me sucked. But yeah, my dad, (laughs) my mom would drag me out of bed. Mm -hmm. You have practice this morning. (laughs) It's cold though. I remember my mom waking me up at 5.30 for 6 a.m. practice and she would be like, okay, it's time to go. And I would just roll out of bed and put my skating stuff on (laughs) and we would just be out the door. And... I also remember with those two, and my mom actually said she was really similar. Those were always the nights that you couldn't sleep. It was terrible. (laughs) And so I just always remember hitting the pillow at like 10 o'clock and then rolling over. It's 1045. You're like, oh God. And then 1145. Mm -hmm. And you just like count down the hours. (laughs) If I fall asleep now, I'll get this much sleep. It has to be right now. (laughs) Yeah. And of course it doesn't. So, you know, parents really sacrifice a lot for their kids. And that's a whole mm-hmm. other thing too, is I just don't want to have to sacrifice my, my life for someone else. <laughs> life and sleep, never mind when they're newborn, but then yeah, taking them to sporting events and yep. a, and then having to organize it all, especially if you have more than one, right? If you've only got one, you can kind of split it up a little mm-hmm. bit. But yeah, if you've got more than one. Even yeah. school, pick mm-hmm. up, drop off. If you have a nine to five, okay, so what does your child do before school are you asking for different shifts at work so you can make it work yep or after school are they going to daycare for a couple hours there's so many things to take into consideration yeah totally (laughs) I know when my parents had me my dad worked during the day like he ran Mm -hmm. his own business so Mm -hmm. my mom did evenings and weekends because they then they didn't have to pay for childcare. yep so she could just kind of pass me off and yeah. and then once I was in school that was a little bit different and but. then your parents sacrificed a lot of their time too exactly which yeah things are different now when people are just be more aware of that and how much time they're not spending with their spouse so earlier this year you got a second dog named Maisie yeah <laughs> she was a foster fail yes yeah <laughs> so there was a lot that went into getting her Do you want to talk about the process of that and how it kind of fits with our child-free theme? (laughs) Sure. So I had been kind of pushing to get a second dog for a while. And my husband thought that I should come up with a a plan, like how we were going to pay for this and pay for that and where her bed was going to go and the kennel and all of this sort of stuff. But when it came to the topic of children and Mm -hmm. I would counter that with how are we going to pay for the cost of daycare and this, that, and the other thing, where are we going to put all this stuff. Where are we going to put the kid? Where are we going to put the kid? (laughs) He was like, oh, we'll figure it out. Well, hold on. I need to come up with a business plan for the dog. Mm -hmm. But if it's a kid, which is obviously a much longer term (laughs) uh, thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was like, oh, it's okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are like that. Or they do think of like, okay, we want to bring a dog into the house. Like, what do we do here? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I do know a lot of people that are just like, they hit seven months pregnant and they're like, I guess I should start buying stuff for this. Figuring out a room and all of that. Like painting <laughs> and all of that. And yeah. Not saying that figuring out what to do with the dog, mm-hmm. that that shouldn't just be like, oh, we'll figure it out because you do need a bit of a plan yeah. for the dog. <laughs> but I'm like, we already have a dog. So we have a lot of the stuff. We don't need, really need too much new stuff. Just like mm-hmm. a bed, 
you know, that sort of thing. But yeah. yeah. So that was just sort of a, I thought was a little bit funny that for a kid, but I guess if it's something that you want bad enough, you will just figure it out. <laughs> Interacting with family members can pose challenges for those who have chosen a child-free life. It's already challenging when you desire kids and face constant questions, but of course when you don't have kids, you have to defend yourself. There's all these things mm -hmm. that you have to be prepared yep. with the family. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are some things you have dealt with with family members? My family's been pretty good just in that they kind of understand where I'm at. They have like my youngest brother, he, him and I have had a good conversation as well. Just he thought if you did, like you would be a good, a good mom, whatever. We've had good discussions about it kind of at length yeah and but with my in-laws it was a little bit different not so much like from a pressure standpoint but I, there was one time in particular where I just had to shut it down <laughs> real quick so yeah we were having a discussion with there was myself my mother-in-law and then a good friend of the family that was there she had the friend of the family had quite a commute for work about an hour and a half I think at the start and the end of her day and I just made a comment that my life at that time did not allow for such a commute. Yeah, you were working <laughs> uh, two jobs, sometimes like 14, yeah. 16 hour days. Exactly. You literally didn't have time for no. that. <laughs> there was like no wiggle room for even hitting an extra red light sometimes. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'd get up, go to the gym in the morning, I'd work my, my shift or my two shifts, whatever I had going on, and come home, eat dinner, and go to bed because I had to do it all again the next day. And uh, my mother-in-law piped up and she says, oh, just wait till you have kids. And without even missing a beat, I swear to God, I was just like, yeah, we're not having kids. And crickets. <laughs> and I was a little bit proud of myself because I don't usually think that quickly on my feet sometimes. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, yeah. that works. And that is the last time she's mentioned it. And that was, mm. that was before we even moved into our house and had a dog so that was over seven eight years ago yeah nine years ago maybe. it's been yeah it's been quite a while and yeah she hasn't said anything but once they had a grandchild of their own so my nephew my father-in-law made like a few comments and my brother-in-law made a few comments and I just didn't say anything back because I yeah. just thought I don't need to get into this at a family gathering <laughs> no no there should never be any family pressure about that kind of stuff like I've always been like really grateful that my parents are like you can come home and say you are dating a woman you can come home and say that you are moving to wherever and mm -hmm. we'll support you you could come yeah. home and be like hey i'm transgender all of this stuff and my parents mm -hmm. will be like i'll support you whatever and they always have been really supportive with the the child free thing as well yeah i think good. too because they knew from a young age that again they watched me never yeah. be that mother type of child. <laughs> it, it is really interesting kind of seeing how many people also have kids because of the family pressure. Mm -hmm. I was telling you before we started recording that I spend a lot of time on Reddit. I love Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a lot of people who do talk about regretting having kids, that they love their kids, mm -hmm. but they also really regret it. And of course, it can go the other way too. But... It yeah. is really, really interesting seeing that people go their whole lives just being told, oh, like, just wait till you have kids. Everything's going to be so great. You're mm -hmm. going to love your life. And they hate this lifestyle. So I have a, a friend, a little bit of a funny story. Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate these parents. A friend of mine, she had three kids really young, like all like kind of 
back to back to back. And her and I were having a conversation one day and she said, this is not for ev- for everyone. She said, no. it is not for the faint of heart. That's exactly she just what said, I was like, just thinking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she just said like, I totally get it. She's like, it's hard. Yeah. And she loves her kids. She's fantastic with them. Um, they're outside all the time. So they're like, they're doing the things and the stuff and they play sports and <clears throat> all of that. I just thought... Good for you. I appreciated the fact that she recognized that it's hard. Mm-hmm. And she didn't say, oh, it's so great. And tried to paint this picture of like rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. And it's always so nice and great. Yeah. Because it's not. No, <laughs> it, it isn't. And another thing too, because I also am chronically on TikTok, that I see a lot is teachers talking about how kids don't know how to read. They don't know yeah. how to have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. They don't know a lot of things because their parents are so busy working mm-hmm. to pay for their kids to have a house, yeah. to have daycare, to have all of these things that, of course, we just like grew up with. I mean, our parents had struggles at different points, but for sure, everything's so much more expensive now, but parents yeah. don't even have time to read to their kids a bedtime yep. story. They get home from work and they're like, okay, go on the iPad for half an hour and then we can go to bed. It's very, very, very different. And I think people always just don't take into consideration how much work you have to put in. Mm -hmm. And I actually just saw earlier too, there was a a kid in first grade who, (laughs) this is gross, wasn't, (laughs) wasn't wiping themselves after going to the bathroom at school. Oh no. And the mother asked the teacher, why aren't you wiping my kid? Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> Andrea's giving me like a horrified look right now. And the teacher was like, because it's not my job to do that. Your kid should be potty trained, should know how to do all He's these six. things. six. Yeah. He should know this. Six, seven years old. And yeah. again, it's just like these parents, a lot of parents don't know what they're supposed to be doing. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot going on right now in the world. And it's well, tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I have to be thankful that I I think we grew up in the time frame that we did. Yeah. I don't know about you and, and Cody, but me mm-hmm. and my brothers, we were outside playing road hockey. We played baseball in the front yard. We couldn't yeah. have nice grass because we were outside playing on it. <laughs> my brothers used to hit wiffle golf balls over the house. So there was chunks <laughs> taken out of the front yard and the backyard because yeah. we're hitting golf balls. Yeah. No, totally. And I, yeah, we were outside a lot too. And of course, like, I'm not saying, oh, your kid doesn't like going outside. That means you're a bad parent. Like, no, No. that's not (laughs) it at all. But it's like just letting your kids be kids and also like giving your kids the attention and actually playing with your kids, taking your kids for walks, doing all of these things that just a thing that you did every day with your kids growing up, right? (laughs) Riding your bikes and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad worked a lot when I was a kid. I actually have like some family members that would come from Coquitlam every year. And I remember as we got older and one of them was like, oh yeah, Uncle Daryl is like always at work when we come by and we only get to have like one or two dinners with him. And then he's at work. Yeah, that's how it was. (laughs) But when he was able to be there, he was present. He, was he did there. a lot with us. Yeah, yeah. Even if we were like watching a show together, he would be like laughing at the show with us and pretending to be whatever character. When he could, he would read us stories and play with us or I would cover him in like all of my hundred beanie babies. Like, well, of course. <laughs> all of those types of things, you know? I feel like a lot of people now just kind of forget about the type of commitment that they need to be giving their kids as well. Yeah. Agreed. Back in 2016, you came across an article by Fox News, which we know has their more traditional opinions and values. (laughs) And it was 
written for men by a men on the benefits of having kids. So what are some of the things that you found from this article? So some of the, the reasons or benefits to having children were that children lower your blood pressure. You sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to disagree with that one where's hugely. Where's the medical, where's like the science backing on that too? <laughs> right? I don't know. Maybe those people are just more active so with chasing their children around <laughs> that their blood pressure is lower because, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're too busy running all They're day. too busy running just yep. after the children. <laughs> and these next two I thought were really funny and my husband decided they were not good enough reasons to sway him to have children, but children entitle you to more tax savings and children get you better parking. I don't even know what to say. I think like we all joke about, I'm going to put dependence on my taxes. Right? Can my dogs count as dependents? Right? Yeah. I see that always around tax season. Can my freeloading cat be a dependent? I can't imagine having kids for the sake of saving money. That's I, not... I don't know how much it actually saves you either. No, I don't I don't either. But I mean, that's not a reason that I would be like, oh, I get to save money on my taxes. Right. I could just donate more money to charity and then get a tax receipt for it. Get a tax receipt. Yeah, absolutely. And the parking is funny too. I always found that the the family parking isn't always actually that good. No. Well, I've never really paid attention to it, to be perfectly honest. But when you go to Superstore, yeah. and you're like, oh, hey, there's an empty spot. Oh, it's for expecting mothers. How do they know if I'm not? Yeah, but that's the other thing, too. Some of them are expecting mothers, and then others are family parking at some places I've yeah. seen. Um, what if you're at a place that doesn't have family parking, and you take that spot, and you have kids? Is someone going to come out and scream at you? Who, who knows? But I mean, nowadays, you never know. You never, but. That, that's an article for you, and apparently that is... Um, very good reasons. Is there mm -hmm. anything else on there you'd like to point out? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple more. So one says, children make you sexier. <laughs> I have a lot of mothers that come into my studio because they feel like their bodies have changed so much since having kids that they need to do something to make them feel sexy again. So take that into account. And I mean, I think yeah. everybody is beautiful and everybody is mm -hmm. sexy and I'll make you have your wildest dreams come true in that way. <laughs> but yeah, that is a very big thing that I have a lot of people come in for and very valid as well. The blurb that's below that is about how fathers walking their kids like through the park or whatever, that makes them sexier. So I guess if you're a single dad, that could be, but still. <laughs> I remember being in college and one of my college classmates she was like, oh, I saw the hottest dad this morning. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, he was pushing a stroller, and he was just really cute. And I was like, my head doesn't go to that. No. <laughs> I feel like my head goes like, he's taken. Yeah. He has a child with him. I can't think of someone else like that, I guess. No. <laughs> and I guess that's something as we get older too, mm -hmm. if a relationship fails and we don't have kids, mm -hmm. and now maybe you're looking for a, another partner, a new partner, yeah. so many of them will likely have kids already with someone else. So yeah. you're like, is that, do you want to take on a step-parent role? Yeah, absolutely. And I guess to some of those people too that want to blend some families together, it could be seen as sexy, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> That's oh not what gosh. I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One more. Let's uh, take yeah, one we'll more. Yeah, we'll do one more. Um, children give you an alibi. And I had to read the blurb because I think they, the word alibi is inappropriate. Because yeah. the blurb is like, someone invites you over to watch the Jersey Shore Marathon. And you're like, oh, no, I can't. My kid has whooping cough. I can't come. My kid is coming with me to watch the Jersey Shore, oh. Jersey Shore Marathon. <laughs> Mine too. Yeah. Right? So I, I feel like alibi is the wrong <laughs> word in that case. I would say give you an excuse mm-hmm. to miss out on things. Oh, darn. Yeah. I can't go to your whatever oh, event see, and that's so crazy because i actually talked about that with my parents at some point that i remember going to their friends houses growing up if there was parties and then the kids at some point would go sleep in a sleep in one of the bedrooms or yeah. whatever and you know there'd be music going there'd be people like not big huge tear the house down type yeah. of parties but you know people out having some burgers and beers on a deck why can't your kids come with you i totally get that sometimes you're just like too tired mm-hmm. to even too tired to even yeah. that's where i'm gonna you leave that yeah. <laughs> but at the same time i i remember that kind of stuff and i remember how much fun that kind of stuff was mm-hmm. too and getting to know my parents friends kids yeah we would like all the kids would go like downstairs in the basement and <laughs> you only came upstairs if someone was bleeding or dying like yeah that's where you <clears throat> got to scream at the top of your lungs in the basement uh-huh. and it was super fun you'd be playing like oh gosh what's that like um the, the tabletop one with the guys playing soccer. Oh, foosball. Foosball, thank yeah. you. You know, <laughs> someone has a foosball table or and you get to play music or you get to do karaoke. Yeah. I have really fond memories of that. So yeah, it doesn't, I mean, yeah, every once in a while I can totally understand using your kids as an excuse to not do something. Yeah. But I think it's a really good opportunity for kids to learn and grow and meet people and learn how to... I mean, act around other people, too. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, either hang out with other people's kids or yeah. just learn how to be in a bit of an adult environment, I guess. Like, yeah. Like, to an appropriate degree, obviously. But yeah. 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 And I guess, too, well, we were talking earlier about just, like, being around alcohol, too. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. I think, being around people who are safely drinking is really important for kids yeah. to learn as well. So a little while ago, you were asked by your nephew's parents to be his godmother. And how did you react to this? So my sister-in-law had texted my husband asking. So then he brought it up with me. Mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, no, I'm just not interested in doing that. Love my nephew. It was kind of right after he was born too. So I don't know if I'd actually met him yet or not. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, you don't have any bond with him or anything. Yeah, yeah, they don't live here. They don't even live in the same province. So yeah, it's not like we see him all the time and all of that. Immediately, I was like, no, that's not, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then my husband actually got a little bit annoyed with me that I shot that down so fast. Yeah. But he did say if one of your brothers asked you, mm-hmm. you would totally do it. And I thought, oh my gosh, he's right. So thought about it. Well, there's chances that we would actually have to <laughs> look after. They're not very high. <laughs> yeah. We would figure something out. Like, obviously wouldn't let him go into the foster system or anything no, like that, and that's right? when, so, like, you start thinking about it. What if everybody everybody around would say no and then they do go into the foster system then mm-hmm. you have to go through that to get him out of that there's a lot to yeah it. there's definitely yeah. more layers to that than with my with my initial response of no and yeah. i thought no if something happened and mm-hmm. his 
both of his sets of grandparents weren't there or something like that. Like mm-hmm. probably come to us anyways, but yeah, yeah no, it was, for sure. it was just, I was kind of glad my husband brought that perspective to me cause I mm-hmm. wasn't thinking that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of my brothers have kids, so that's not really an issue right now, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm sure with you as well, if there were a point in time where like one of your best friends say, something bad happens to a family member and they have to jet out of town and they can't bring the kids with them. The husband's working out of town. There's all these things. I personally, and I'm sure you would too, they can spend a couple weeks with me. Yeah. I'll make it work. All that kind of stuff. And like I said earlier too, just because we don't want kids doesn't mean we hate all kids. Yeah. (laughs) And that there's like no maternal bone in our body that we are going to be there for the kids in our lives. Like Mm -hmm. no matter what. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. That's absolutely true. And, uh, the, the thing with that too is we know that there's an end to that. So if the if the parents, yes. they're going to come back. Yes. Yeah. It's just like so, when you, you're given a baby and it starts crying and you're like, here, mom, no, <laughs> take the it, baby back. It needs something. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It is one of those things where like the likelihood of something actually happening to mm-hmm. them. I've never actually been asked to be a godparent or anything like that. But if it were to come to that, I would say Yes. But I can totally 100% understand your initial response of being like, huh, no. Pass. Hard pass. Yeah, no, it's a, it's definitely, I had to think about it after as well. It's kind of a, an honorable thing to be asked, I guess, too. Someone who thinks that you're suitable enough to look after their child. Because a lot of people don't even want to leave their children with their in-laws or something. Yeah. For whatever reason. I know um, a lot of people in more recent years that are like, no one looks after my kid but me. And I can get that. Mm-hmm. But if something were to happen, there needs to be some type of backup plan or there for needs sure. to be a couple trusted people in your life that yeah. you can if you need to jet out of town for something crazy, you can drop your kids off with them. So Yep. <laughs> life happens, things happen in an instant. You just you just never know. Mm-hmm. So last little discussion before we exit out of this podcast, but Andrea brought up that a lot of men do not take into consideration what pregnancy and being a mother does to the females in the relationship. And it's a lot. Uh-huh. Actually, I haven't really talked about this with too many people, but a big part of why I don't think I could even go through with being pregnant is the body dysmorphia it would give me. I already have really bad body dysmorphia. I think I'm 500 pounds. I look in a mirror and I'm like, oh God, like I look like I'm 500 pounds. Like that is just like where my brain goes. So if I got pregnant and I gained 50 pounds on top of it, I think that I would just be a complete mental wreck. I believe that happens to people for sure. (laughs) It does, absolutely. (laughs) And it's just going through with pregnancy in general. And I mean, we talked about it with that, with the Fox article a little bit there about, what part was it that we brought up? I'm trying to remember. Sorry, I'm looking at the list. Oh, children make you sexier. Mm, yeah. Yeah, from the female <laughs> perspective. And I have all these women come in to the studio for shoots because they feel so completely different after having a child and have to find their, their sexy again, mm-hmm. right? So... It is a lot. <laughs> yeah. And it's so easy for the guy to just be like, yeah, let's have a kid. And you're, but if you're not really in that mindset where you want to, yeah, you know, it's just, again, it's so easy for the guy to be like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Realizing their, their part is in the making of the kid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's those nine months where, 
we're carrying the child and giving up certain things that maybe, well, obviously that the guys don't have to. It's not even just it's, giving up. It, yeah. It's, you are now, your body is a house for another human being. Mm-hmm. You are now responsible for what you put into yourself. Before, yeah. if you drank too much wine, you would just have a hangover the next day. <laughs> <laughs> if you have alcohol while you're pregnant, you might give your child fetal alcohol syndrome. Like there is mm-hmm. all of these like different things that are so, I mean, dangerous, and you just can't yep. do while pregnant. And yeah, and then of course having having a child. And I have a lot of friends that have had horrible issues from pregnancy where they have said this is my one and only child because I can't I can't do this again Mm -hmm. and I believe it (laughs) (laughs) yeah I also have a lot of friends who have had really really horrible traumatic childbirths too yeah yeah I have had friends who have basically almost like died on the operating table having c-sections all of these things that I could never imagine going through myself yeah The thought of pushing something out Uh uh, is horrifying (laughs) to me. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, something that I've considered that I don't want to do. No. You know, it's great that people do do it and they survive and they have, everyone's experience is their own, but that's just not something I'm willing to put my body through. No, and people need to be more respectful to mothers in general, Mm -hmm. that they went through a lot to just bring you here, their babies here. Everybody here came from obviously another human being and yeah, it's it's a lot. And if somebody doesn't want to go through that, that's okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. And I think we'll continue to, this discussion in the Facebook group. Um, what do I have it named as? Okanagan Empowerment? Something like that? Do you remember? I think so. Yeah, it's Okanagan. <laughs> Okanagan Boudoir, Self-Love and Empowerment, Pillow Talk Studios. I have to change my outro for the actual... I made one with the old name, but I changed it to this so it was easier to find on Facebook. <laughs> but yes, we will be having a discussion in the group about being child-free and all of that kind of stuff. So please join us there. And thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>